0: great. Um, Yeah, so I'm Callie Miller, um, James' wife. Some of you may know me as Norris. Derek's sort of sidekick working alongside him in RUF. And actually really what I'm going to do is introduce another couple of people. So in terms of the church and how RUF works to serve the church, the church served me through RUF. I actually became a believer through RUF, Um, And the church through RUF serves people like James, and James is now serving in the church. But there's, there's sort of another way that RUF serves the church is by sending people out. Um, and one thing that we like to say all the time, and something that I say all the time when I talk to churches about RUF and the work in RUF is, a good evaluation of my ministry is whether your daughter's Granddaughters, sometimes great-granddaughters, depends on the church that I'm speaking at, are vital members of the church. And we talk about this all the time in terms of, like, we want to play this sort of long game, right? We don't want... We get students for maybe three to four years, um, but that's not... Our goal is not to keep them there. We... Um, RUF sort of general grand model is to reach and equip and that means we uh, reach students for christ equip them for a lifetime of service in the church and for me that was even coming into ruf that was such a huge burden lifted to hear that and what i heard was that evangelism and discipleship happens at the same time And so there's no separate message for sort of Christians and non-Christians. And at the time that I was coming into RUF, I actually had no idea what I was. I had like grown up in the church, um, but wasn't a Christian at that time. But I was kind of like, "Mm." So it really freed me up to just kind of like be. And as uh, one of the students, Amy, said last night, kind of try own Christianity at that time. And um, yeah, it worked because the gospel is true and because people loved me well. People, I also say this all the time, people loved me so well that I left almost 10 years of studying and doing research science to serve the church and to become an RUF intern, now to be RUF staff, like Women's Ministry Director of Pitt RUF. Um, and I really love this job. It's literally the best job ever. Um, so people who are in the church wanting them to continue to be vital members. Also, part of the reaching and equipping is bringing people, actually going to the campus as the church, bringing people in who might never have come into a church door otherwise. I mean, people like Amy, who grew up in a devout Buddhist family, um, was baptized last year, or last semester at City Reforms, praise God, and How we do that and sort of how we have to do that, we we like to say that RUF tries to do two things well, to be a place where committed Christians can grow, but to also be a place where skeptics and doubters of any sort are comfortable and able to be in a loving community and consider the claims of Christianity. And how we have to do that is by training our leaders really well. And we... um, we spend a lot of time talking about what we like to call the culture of the gospel. And so we always, you know, just one example of this is we always assume that there are non-Christians present. And so we, we don't want to talk like at people or above people, but to people. And we think about and we pray about and what might make people sort of hesitant to come to a group like this, um, other than, right, like, jesus and the claim and the claims of the bible that we can't get away from we say like are there any other things that we're doing that people would be like "Eh?" because really when you think about it like i believe now that christianity is true praise god but it's weird like christianity is weird like people don't stand up and sing together like in our culture at literally any given time like Maybe the national anthem, maybe not. You know, it's like that doesn't happen. Like just small things like that, and so we, you know, we'll say in our UF, like, hey, if you don't want to sing with us, if you can't proclaim these words truthfully, that's fine. Like you can sit there. Um, so little things like that, and we we continue to love and to train our leaders and the people within our UF to create this culture of the gospel, and this is really what. Like all churches kind of want this, right? Every church says, like, This is what we want. We want to, you know, disciple people and we want to reach people um, for Christ. And so, what we hope to do, and really what we've seen this weekend, it's been awesome, um, is that we want to cultivate this culture of the gospel and send people out not only to churches. Well, you know, James is even here at Pitt, but not only to other churches, there are deacons and elders and future elders and future women's ministry leaders. I am sure of it, Uh, but also particular people, even within RUF. And we get the privilege to see people working within RUF. And so I'm going to introduce three. I can't remember who's going first, actually. I think it might be Julie. Um, I don't know. Three people (laughs) who are coming up uh, to talk about how RUF equipped them. And then I'm actually gonna introduce our new intern. So come up, Julie.
1: Hello, Um, I'm Julie, and I'm an alum of Pitt RUF, graduated a year ago. And I talked to you guys about, I don't know, a few months ago around Easter um, about what I do as an intern, um, and I'm just finishing my first year, so I'm going to share with you now about how my time as a student in RUF um, equipped me in my service as an intern uh, ministering to students on a college campus. Um, When I was reflecting on this topic, I realized that I could share for probably like six times the amount of time that Derek gave me um, on this topic. And um, so I will do my best to be brief and just share a few of the highlights of how I've been equipped. Um, So when I first came to RUF as a student, I was incredibly intimidated by the Bible um, and any setting where I was asked to read or interpret the Bible. So a group, um, like a small group Bible study was incredibly scary for me at the time. Um, And as I became involved with RUF, I was encouraged to attend seminars on how to read the Bible and how to lead a small group. And eventually came to faith through RUF and um, did end up helping in small group leadership. Um, And RUF equipped me to do these things, both through practical teaching um, in those seminars and through biblical encouragement. And I, so I have these notes, and I think it's from a ministry team that Derek led my junior year. I'm not exactly sure, but I'm going to give him credit for <laughs> the notes that I have um, in my Bible from a passage in 1 Thessalonians when Paul is writing about his ministry and the labor um, and toil of that ministry and also his thankfulness um, for God's word. And what I have written is um, it is not theological information but radical transformation by the Word of God and the word toils and labors for us. Um, and I have returned to this particular passage and encouragement at least 10 times this past year as I've sat with girls and read through the Bible um, and found that to, been, to be one of my favorite parts of being an intern um, which would have blown my mind if you told me that that's something I like to do four years ago. Um, And one of the reasons that I love doing this is because I know that God is at work through those conversations and through his word transforming our hearts even when we don't ask the right questions or have the right application or get to the main point. Um, He's at work and my time in RUF equipped me with this confidence and knowledge and another way that RUF equipped me is in teaching me the importance of investing in the lives of others, um, as others have talked about. And this past year, I asked my boss, like, what is the best way to encourage student leadership in a ministry? And he just kind of looked at me and was really simply like, well, the best way to do that is to invest in people. Um, and reflecting on my time at RUF, I can say, like, that just makes complete sense to me. Um, <laughs> And so many individuals invested in my life when I was a student, um, which involved praying with me and crying with me and being inconvenienced, um, for the sake of caring for me. And it's a community that continues to nurture my faith, um, allowing me to invest in others. And also through this investment, learning, uh, the power of prayer, um, early on I was sitting with Derek with a list of questions, um, asking him, (laughs) um, I don't even remember what I asked you, but I had a lot of doubts and a lot of fears and, um, and at the end of that meeting, um, he prayed for me, um, and I was very kind of him and I know that there were other people, um, in RUF who were praying for me and for my salvation, um, and that I would know the Lord. Um, And now I get to do that with students. Um, I get to sit with them and pray with them um, and pray for them. And most importantly, during my time as a student in RUF, uh, I was clearly taught and shown who Jesus is um, through preaching and pastoring and friendships, um, one-on-one peer relationships. And at its core, my job is to share the love of Christ with my students. And the reason that I know the love of Jesus now is because it was shared with me so deeply and so generously um, during my time in RUF. And the summer before I began the internship, Callie told me that the best advice that she had received going into the internship is that the best thing you can do for your students is to cultivate your relationship with Christ. Um, and I'm growing to understand the importance of that more and more, um, as I work in ministry and, um, RUF taught me both my need for and the beauty of the gospel, um, what it means to be justified and sanctified, and I could not count the number of times that I was reminded of the gospel um, as a student and this past year through text messages and emails and phone calls, um. And knowing Jesus is what equips me to love my students, ultimately. Um, With Jesus, there is freedom to be known and to rest and to invite my students into those things um, and to share with them the good news that was shared with me um, years ago. And I found that one of the most challenging parts of ministry has been the ways that my sin interacts with the work of ministry, Um, whether it be my pride or my fear or my anger. and if it weren't for Jesus' love and grace and continual reminders reminders of that from community, I don't I don't know. <laughs> I don't know how yeah. Um, just very thankful for all of these ways in which I've been equipped and continue to be equipped. And then now Josh.
2: So Julie is a member and uh an RUF intern at Penn State, finishing up our first year. We have two two recent alums, current members of our church that are leaving. Uh RUF interns are like missionaries, sent out from our church. So I'd encourage you to think of them that way. Uh Josh Kephart and then Paul Davis will share. Uh Paul, uh Josh, why don't you come ahead? Go on up here. And then after they're done, we're gonna have a former intern who was here at Charles Lewis share a bit as well. So Derek just said, I have two minutes, and I thought, perfect. Um, So I'm Josh, as Derek just said, um, and I came to, well, I've been in Pitt, been at Pitt for five years, just graduated with a double major in physics, computer science, and I'm going to go do ministry at UNC Chapel Hill for two years, and maybe a lot of you guys that seems so unreasonable, maybe you know me, Um, maybe you've experienced RUF and you understand how impactful it can be, but to a lot of people that's kind of crazy. It's like, what? But you could make so much money, or you could go do this, or you could go get work on your PhD, or you could go into this field or that field, and I really do have a lot of options. I'm so privileged and so blessed to have all those options. Um, and sophomore year, after having been involved in RUF for all my freshman year, when Derek asked me to join ministry team to lead, I kind of had a similar reaction. I was like, what, me? No, I'm, I'm the physicist guy who's gonna go be a nerd for the rest of his life. Um, but I'm a people pleaser who can't say no to people. So I was like, okay, I'll do this ministry thing. Um, I don't know if that actually helped. But anyway, um, one thing that I learned through my time at RUF was how God's long-term plan for every Christian is to do ministry involved in the church. It doesn't matter what you're doing, whether you're um, in the sciences, the arts, or you're doing vocational ministry. That God, that's God's plan for you. Um, and I realized that up to that point in my life, I had been living on this track of, like, I'm going to go do my successful things. Um, and God will be over here in this part of my life. Um. But RUF really challenged me to, like, make him a part of every single aspect of my life. That ministry and loving people was what God was calling me to do. The one really big problem with that is that I'm awful at loving people. That's also what RUF taught me. That to be a leader who humbly serves others in a Christ-like manner means that you can't be thinking about yourself and you can't be doing it to please people, both things that I do all the time. Um, I found that for myself, like there's a very fine line between trying to do something that's genuinely lovely or just trying to appear to be lovely. Um, But through that, God has shown me that he is at work despite that, despite my inability often to Not be selfish in the way I try to love people. He's shown me that it's not confidence in my ability to love people that allows me to serve well, but confidence in his gospel, confidence in his grace. It is him who loves people well. Sometimes I have the privilege of seeing him love people well through me. Um, And I've seen that as I grow in confidence in that, he genuinely humbles me, forcibly sometimes. But it's a beautiful picture of his grace, because whenever I am humbled by my inability to care for people well, I am caught by the grace of the gospel, the knowledge that I don't need to have it all together, because Jesus is making me right. And then, because of that beauty, I really, really want to share it with those around me. And that's when it becomes genuine, and when it becomes not about me, but about God's grace and about his love. Um, and as Derek said, I'm going to go to UNC, Chapel Hill, be an RF intern there. And I have confidence not that I'll be a good intern because I'm good at loving people, but because I know God is at work, that God can and will work through me. And because of that, I can have confidence, and I can go, and I can serve. And I have this wonderful privilege, like Julie was saying, of sitting down with students and talking to them about God's love and God's grace, and then sharing my life with them and showing them, this is how God has done this for me. Thank you. Paul.
3: Hello. Um, So like Josh said, I'm Paul. I will be an intern, and I am going all the way across the country to the University of Washington in Seattle, and if you told freshman me that, I think you would have been pretty astonished. Um, But yeah, coming in freshman year, I wasn't a very, um, I was a very selfish person. Uh, I really struggled with thinking of anyone that went, like, was uh, aside from me. And RUF was a really great place coming in freshman year to really be able to deal with that in a healthy way. Um, I had grown up in the church, um, so I had a lot of head knowledge. um, But the application and the realization of what this knowledge meant and how it enabled me to live a transformed life was just completely absent. So, yeah, going through uh, freshman and sophomore year, that was just something that I struggled with, though really didn't understand what the struggle was. Um, All throughout that time, I participated in RUF, but it wasn't something, it it was something that I was poured into. Um, It was never something that I gave back in. Um, I had a lot of conversations with Derek or with Callie that was just kind of me being an emotional mess where it's, I was just so focused on myself and my emo- own emotions and like why am I not feeling well? Um, like what is wrong with me? Um, and it, it never really occurred to me just how constricting um, being so selfish was. Um, there are a lot of events that kind of led up uh, to my eventual change. Um, people throughout my life had been pouring in uh, very generously into my life. Um, But looking back, I think one of the most profound moments um, was the trip RUF took to Yakima, Washington, um, my junior year to a Native American reservation. Um, There I finally got to really come to an understanding of how well off I had been in my life, Um, not just emotionally, but very materi- materially, um, it's just kind of incredible uh, to come to terms with how well off we are in terms of our everyday needs needs being met. Um, and going on that trip really uh, caused something to click internally for me. Um, I came to a realization of just how much time I had been focusing on myself, and all of this energy that had been expended on myself, um, and coming back, like I, I finally was—I uh, finally had come to that realization. That's great, but it's not super helpful to realize how selfish you're being and just stop there. You can just kind of come to a point of uh, sorrow, which just loops back to the selfishness. Um, but being an Ruf. Um, was also being in a place where uh, selflessness was being modeled. Um, Biblical care um, and biblical understanding um, were being demonstrated. Uh, So I was in this place where I not only um, was able to recognize the selfishness that had just permeated my life, but I was then in a place where... I then had steps forward um, to go about fixing that. Um, There were just many conversations I had with Derek, with Callie, um, with other members of RUF, um, really coming to understanding what does it mean to live a selfless life. Um, And not only that, but uh, a modeling um, by people, showing me what it means to really care about others intentionally. Um, to really serve their needs and really come to an understanding of where they are, where they are in life um, and how they can best be served. Um, so yeah, uh, moving forward, that's something I'm really looking forward to doing in Washington. Um, I've been very blessed and poured into um, my entire life, and I'm really excited to give back. And I want to end with a quote from The Freedom of Self-Forgetfulness by Tim Keller. Um, Paraphrasing, he basically talks about um, uh, self-forgetfulness is not thinking more or less about yourself. Rather, it's thinking about yourself less. Thank you.
0: As Derek mentioned, yeah, if you slap the label intern on... Some of these people, it's easy to think like, hey, they're just kind of, you know, observing and getting coffee. But no, these people are missionaries. Like they are sent, they raise money to be sent out to serve in a different culture um, from themselves. And that's like really what a missionary is. And we have the opportunity to not only send out and have sent out Julie and Paul and Josh, but we also get to welcome in. So I, I just want, I just want her to stand up. Um, Zenny, who is going to be our intern next year, is coming in all the way from <laughs> all the way from Cameroon, actually via the University of Maryland. Uh, <laughs> with Ruf there, so we're super excited to welcome Zenny. And then I just want to invite up Charles. Um, he is a former Ruf at Pitt intern, and he's actually full time in seminary right now. Um, doing an internship as well, and then I'm going to ask um, Aria to come share about her time in serving the church just after that.
4: Hey guys, let me keep this brief. Four minutes. Four, we'll go. We'll try for four. Um, Yeah, I was never an intern at RUF, Uh, never not an intern. I was never a student at RUF at Pittsburgh. I was never a student at RUF, period, my first introduction to RUF was this internship. Um, so I don't have a whole lot to say. I recently saw this cool thing by Chris Pratt. Where he gave nine really helpful tips uh, for life at the MT Movie Awards. And one thing I've learned in seminary is that there's no new ideas. Everything's recycled. No one's original. So I'm going to do that. Um, <laughs> but in addition to that, it's all the same gospel truth. You're going to hear a lot of the things that I say echoing what other people have already said. Consider this The gospel of Jesus Christ made manifest at the University of Pittsburgh through the eyes of Charles Lewis. Um, One thing that I've learned, I had nine, I'm gonna lump them all together, because I've got three minutes now, um, is allow God to surprise you. Like I said, my first introduction to RUF was this internship, and I had no idea what I was getting into. When you become an intern, you really don't get to pick where you go. And being from Philadelphia, I was not about to come to Pittsburgh. And then I came to Pittsburgh, um, and I loved Pittsburgh. I loved Pittsburgh so much. Um, but I loved my experience at RUF at uh, Pitt and seeing the ways in which God was kind to me. Um, I'm going to use one example. Uh, during intern training, you're told that your relationship with your campus minister um, is typically two out of three things. He's your boss, he's your friend, and he's your pastor. And if you're lucky, he'll be two of those things. Very rarely he's all, is he all three. Um, But with Derek, I felt very blessed to have a boss, a friend, and a pastor. Um, That being my experience here at the University of Pittsburgh, um, very, very rich. And that's just one example of how God surprised me. Another way that God surprised me was uh, during the first week, we had a meeting um, with students interested in religious organizations. and I saw this guy from Charleston, South Carolina, and you could tell he was from the South um everything and how he carried himself and he looks a little bit like a hobbit and i had a good conversation with him and i was like there's no way this guy's ever going to become a part of our ruf and then he did he showed up and he was at everything from every bible study um to every large group he really became invested um so kind of god just changing my expectations where you think you know what's going to happen and then he says no uh, i've got this similar to that everything's grace i did a homily um for Christmas? Yeah. Uh, during the Christmas season, I did a homily while Derek was out for a large group. And that was kind of a the theme, something that God was teaching me, that everything is grace. And learning how to find the enjoyment from fellowship to blueberry uh, muffins and coffee. I'm um, tracing those, that goodness um, back to the hand of God. And I'll tell you what really got my heart in that posture was the process of fundraising, um, realizing that the only way I was able to be at the University of Pittsburgh is through the generosity of other people, but more specifically, the, generos- the generosity of God making itself manifest in the hearts of other people and them pouring that out on me. Um, so learning about God's goodness in that way and being able to extend that to uh, the students I was meeting with, that was huge. Um, so I'm going to give a plug. I know Paul and Josh didn't ask for your money. I'm going to ask for them to you guys consider giving to them it makes a big difference just not monetarily but spiritually as well um another thing i learned i'm at four minutes gonna wrap this up how to lead a bible study is really really important i work for a church now and i love my church but there are some really really bad like small group leaders learning how to do that well pays off dividends i am going to tell you why um julie was getting into this a little bit about how she loves the bible we are people of the book, um, our work, I just, I just got done a worship class, um, so I'm really excited about this. Um, but like, our lives need to be saturated with the word of God. Um, and I was listening to David talk yesterday about how he's saying how he thought like he just had the best questions in a small group, um, theologically poignant questions that his ministry was going to flourish. And obviously, that's not true. But at the same time, it is really, really important to lead a small group well. Um, that's something I learned through RUF at Pittsburgh and something we train our students to do as well. And I think that's going to pay off dividends in the church, wherever they go. Um, Because as Derek said before, we don't exist for ourselves. uh, We exist for the church. Um, The last thing I'm going to say is that RUF at Pittsburgh, and I think RUF in general, serves the church with growing you into a rhythm of doing life together in community, in a worshipful, covenantal community. Derek touched on this a little bit, saying that if uh ruf was a good time for you and you kind of miss it um that's sad and good but also be that neighbor wherever it is that you are god's going to take you to a local church context and pour in and invest and you learn how to do that at ruf um i first became an intern at pitt when i first found out i was coming to the university of pittsburgh i decided to go to the website and the first thing that i saw was love god love pitt love others and i was like yes that's it. That's what it's all about. What's so beautiful about that is that's the heart of discipleship, learning how to receive God's love first and foremost, enjoying God, tracing those beams back to him and his goodness. Um, but learning how to do that in the context of community, you can take that same model and take it anywhere. For me, love God, love others, love Washington, D.C. Love God, love others, love uh, Washington State, wherever it is that you go um that's what ruf at pittsburgh is doing that's what ruf across the globe uh is doing and working for a church now in washington dc where we have a lot of people um who did ruf in their undergrad it's an incredible blessing to our ministry as a church um so what's happening here is important i'm thankful for it i'm glad i was able to be a part of pitt for a year h2p can i say that h2p all right
5: Hello, I'm Aria. Basically, probably should have just recorded Charles's speech and played it back to you because that was pretty good. But um, I will say first and foremost that I am jealous of every single person who went—not every single person, almost every single person—who went before me because I am the only one who is not going on to do like an RUF internship or to go into ministry or to like serve directly in the church that way. And I'm still really a little—not really—I'm a little salty about that because serving in the community of God around a lot of believers who support and care for you really well and know the mission of life, basically, is such a privilege. It's really hard. Like, loving people is hard. Don't get me wrong. But it's, it's such a privilege, and I, like, I challenge, like, you guys as you go on to your internships um, and to serve the church and to serve RUF to, like, really take that to heart because I'm jealous of you, so know that in the back of your heads. Um, but... Um, I just graduated this April and I'm glad to be done. Um, But it's actually been a lot harder to kind of separate myself from the community of RUF than I think I I should be. Um, I am just recently started a job as a developmental therapist. I'm planning on going to OT school. Um, None of that is, I'm planning to go do like something in the church. But um, as Charles was saying, like our mission is to love others everywhere like not just in the church like yeah it's 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 nice to be around a lot of people who think similarly similarly to you and know like what that mission is but yeah I have to go out and love other people who like don't (laughs) think that necessarily and that's not fun because they suck I mean I suck too but (laughs) like they just Like, I'm the person who walked into RUF and sat in the corner and was like, don't touch me, I don't give hugs. Like, I'm not, like, I'm not doing this. And, like, I think you guys are weird because you actually, like, open up to Derek and Kelly and, like, want to sit on their couch and cry. But, like, it's still hard for me to do that after these three years. So, I don't, it's, it's, it's interesting to me to think that as a person who claims that they hate people so much is going to go out and, like, wants to serve basically the world. Um, and I think RUF has done a really, a really, really good job of like pulling that out of me, like really pulling that out of me. Um, and I just I've seen it so much just in the ways that um, the people care for each other. Like, I mean, I like like I got to see Derek cry. Like, like that's pretty amazing. Like, someone who's so like you know like I'm a jerk. Like cry and like freshman boys like walked into my house and asked me to use my kitchen to bake pastries for like eight hours like like that like stuff like that doesn't happen unless you like go out and love others and walk alongside them and dwell with them and um yeah ruf has like really been a place for that um like a lot of you guys touched on last night and i've really learned how to let other people care for me which is a really really hard thing because you kind of just want to shoulder everything on your own um, but because of that like I was able to go out and care for other people and kind of just do like kind of how Callie was saying like we talk behind each other's backs like like yeah like that that's not like <laughs> like yeah we sit down and we say hey this person like this person their mother is sick like how who's the best person to go care for them how do we pray for them like how do we love them all and that like think about like somebody doing that for you like sitting down and like intentionally being like hey like i know this person and i care for this person and i want to be a part of their life and like show them the love that god has given me and i don't know that's just like it's it's so hard to like to fathom that like god thinks about us that way all the time cuz i know like even driving i'm like you just took that like dumb turn like why are you doing this to me and it's like so hard to just love people in the little things um but yeah so i don't really know what i'm doing with my life uh, i mean a lot of us don't really i guess but um my goal i think for the future is to just kind of take what ruf has given me in terms of actually like just being with other people and having emotions with them and processing with them and listening to them and being listened to um, with my coworkers, with new people that I meet, wherever. It's like, it shouldn't be something super hard, but it's something that's so profound and makes such a huge difference. And I, I think it's such a privilege that I like am conscious of even that concept. Um, so I just wanted to leave you guys with a couple questions because I like to make you think. Um, but so basically like the topic for me was how has RUF equipped me to kind of live? (laughs) And so I kind of dissected this and I want to ask you what has God given you in your Christian community to prepare you for a life of servanthood? How do you turn your life to revolve around love, that is God, living in community and caring for others? How does living in a community and loving others turn into service and stewardship? And why do you need this to be the center of your existence?
0: That was awesome. I love that you just mentioned service and stewardship, because that, I mean... Wow, like just what a picture of what the church is, is service and stewardship. And we are all a part of that, whether or not you're in full-time ministry, of course. Um, So just really quickly, I wanted to wrap up just by saying, like, how can you get involved? And one of the best ways you can do that is just to pray for us and continue to pray for us. And as Charles mentioned, support uh, interns. And... um, God is at work, and we are very excited that um, RUF exists at Pitt. We are sort of like sending you all of our goods to the church, right? Because this job is never done, and so like Aria and Paul and Josh and Julie and all these people, and most of you who are here too, are now like being sent out, and so we're kind of like, okay, we we have to do, do this again. I mentioned last night that in April, it's a like true morning because we lose these seniors who we've walked alongside with and served alongside with. Um, and so I would invite and encourage you to continue to pray for us and yeah, continue to reach out. We were gonna do a and A, but I would just tell you to ambush the people who you heard talk and ask them questions. Um, meet Zenny, who's our